What's up, Raul? Yeah, what's up, Dan? Hey, I would like to start this with a parody song, if I might. Well, because you asked so formally, I can't say no. <laughs> Please continue. I should have just done it, but I heard this no, song no, randomly no. on the radio. No. You should have told me you were going to do this before okay. we started recording, but go I know, ahead. I know, I should have. But no, I... <laughs> I, I uh, Hold on. I'm going to give you the origin now of this, and I'm probably not going to do this song. Holy. Do you know? Okay. Okay. All right. Some more hype. Extra hype. Okay. I'm going to sing it for you. Tell me the the theme song. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. What is that from? Oh, you're not going to keep going? I want to I don't remember it. I don't know more. Something, something, so free. See, I don't know. Growing pains, no? Believe it or not, no, man. Oh, really? Uh, uh, Something, something, on a wing and a prayer who could it be, believe it or not. It's just me. But what? what it's show? the greatest American hero, man. But that's not. But that's what? That's the that TV show. Theme song. Yeah, believe it or not. So what's the Growing Pains theme? The Growing Pains is uh, who can turn the world on with a smile. No, that's. Not Are right. you sure? I think. No, I'm- of course not. That's Mary Tyler Moore. Um, Hold on, we have to put, we have to figure this out now. Okay, this but anyway, intending to go. In. Welcome to Down to Watch. This is a show where we talk about the theme songs of television shows and whether or not they belong to the ones that we're singing them to. No, here's the here's uh, the thing though. Okay, okay, so I was gonna sing, believe it or not, mm-hmm. I'm reading a book. Sure, which is weird. Oh, uh, which is but weird. I and I believe it, but only because I know you to be an honest person, Dan. Yes, and but You're also reading a book, huh? Wow. Which I know this is sacrilegious to bring this up mm-hmm. from our uh, from our point of view in terms of we usually discuss only visual things this or visual things on a TV. Absolutely not true, but go on. Well, no, but for the most part, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just like that's a crazy uh, caveat. Visual, <laughs> they have to be visual things. What is that? Well, no, because if you're massagers, watching something, we don't get into massagers or, or scented oils. <laughs> what are we missing? No, but I'm saying if I'm not, I'm not I don't you don't watch talk a about book. Music? You don't we talk watch about a book music sometimes. Can you watch oh, a watch book? I watch the shit out of a book. I watch the shit out of a book. <laughs> technically. Uh, no, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I see what technically, you're saying. Like, I guess, yeah, you could watch a performed book. arts. We discuss yes. performed arts here more than we discuss other kinds of arts. Yes. So we, just, we discuss television, film, and music for the most part. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about some random things that we're watching right now. I've seen a lot of films and things, but I thought I'd mention uh, this book that's based on a film. So it's actually, it's very... Very it's connected. related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tarantino recently was doing a crazy media blitz around podcasts and, t- and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if TV shows, maybe. Yeah, he, he, did, do a, he did do at least Kimmel, I think, um, for a book based on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that he wrote, a novelization. Have you, okay. heard, you heard about this? Uh, I've been hearing uh, scattering of information that he's got, like, at least another movie's worth of cut film. Cut footage? No, is so that, that's a that separate thing. Is that connected at all? Oh, no. Okay, it's connected. It's yeah, I've because... I've just been hearing that. So, yeah, because that was a related thing where people would bring up, or related to the book, I guess, that, like, would you ever re-edit the movie or make, like, a director's cut? Because he, he would bring mm. up how, like, 
I mean, the movie's almost three hours. It's a long, yeah, I was going to say, long I'm pretty movie. sure nobody told him what to do in the editing room, too. So that movie well, is his. And, but no, but at the same time, it's like you can't go over three hours for sure. Guess, for sure, sure, that's like excessive. Like, but did you, the, in other words, they're asking, did you want to make a fucking saga? Pardon my French. Well, yeah, like, did you have more that you could have put? And he's like, yeah, of course I did, but I know it's a movie, and so certain scenes have to be chopped or lost, you know, completely. That's like, but that's like asking him, did you need to Did you need to shut up, or could you have kept talking? He'd <laughs> be like, no, 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 I, I can keep going. I'm good. <laughs> but the thing is, is that he... It, I think people were confused with, like, what exactly is in the book and why wasn't that in the movie, mm. but it's completely mm. different. Because he said, like, the movie could have easily been three hours and, like, 20 minutes, he said, like, would be, like, the perfect length, probably, for what he would want mm. to include. But after, he didn't write the book until after the movie, and then he just expanded on the world in right. general in ways that, like, he knows would never, never, never make it in the movie. Like, mm. literally long, long scenes, kind of similar maybe to some of the ones in the movie, but just that Not would necessarily never be stuff that's too weird or out there to be in the movie, just stuff yeah, that wouldn't exactly. play to like a dynamic film uh, audience. Yeah, that just wouldn't be interesting visually to just have like a 20-minute dialogue <laughs> the man, scene, you know? The man does love to put non-visually interesting thing into movies for, and, and turn them visually interesting often. Right, yeah. But yeah, yeah so... so you could it could have made he could have made it work. You know that kind of stuff always reminds me of when you know they tried to get uh, Kevin Smith to write a Batman movie. Oh, and uh -huh. that he was like, no, that's a terrible idea. My <laughs> Batman movie is uh, the 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 Batmobile is parked. Uh, Batman and Robin oh, are standing there, leaning on it, talking <laughs> shit to each other. And then Robin goes, "Hey, look over there. Those yeah. guys are robbing a bank." Batman and Robin walk off screen to handle the bank <laughs> robbery and then come back and talk some more shit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. So, yeah, That's like right. I, I kind of get the impression that yeah, all his extra stuff is that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like backstory, though. Like if you're into the movie and that you just it just backfills like a lot of stuff that you're just like, oh, OK, that's how he has that dog. And like there's a backstory with like mm. the history of that dog, how he got the dog. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff on on Brad Pitt's character, which I really liked. And then some stuff in the movie is kind of vague, which is probably better in a way to just not have every sure. answer given to you. But uh, about like Brad Pitt killing his wife. Do you see the movie? You saw the movie, right? I didn't. I haven't seen it. No, oh, you haven't seen it. It's oh, okay. the only I have. I only have one Tarantino movie I haven't seen, and yeah. I only have one Christopher Nolan movie I haven't seen. Oh wow! And they're probably the I'm, last. And of I'm both counting of them, huh? following. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Start it. I hear you. Um. So yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't been able to catch it. I will eventually. I'll. I'll, I'll get the right the right circumstances right to really get sync in and get and yeah. watch it but yeah uh hasn't come up yet you'll like it dude yeah i mean a lot of people it's mm -hmm. their favorite uh their favorite of his you know i but was gonna say of the tarantino movies do you are there other ones that you wish you could get some more time with the characters because as you were saying oh. that mm -hmm. like i was thinking about how much i'd like to learn more about funny that you say brad pitt about yeah. the uh, the bastards were the oh. were the characters I probably enjoyed mm -hmm. the most and got the least out of, and then on the other side of the coin, uh, the hateful eight, I didn't give a yeah. shit about. And if they made more story about those guys yeah. who all seem to have very rich backgrounds, uh -huh. I couldn't care less about any of them. Oh wow, that's interesting because you know that's I mean? yeah, that's the one other thing where there is a little more material because of that Netflix show of the Hateful Eight. Do you remember hearing about mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. You yep. turned it into four episodes, and there's barely, I think, just a little bit 
in there to like round out those episodes or whatever. It's for but, completionists. Yeah. And yeah. I'm pretty close to a completionist in Tarantino, but not yet. Yeah. And I know what you're saying though. Yeah. Like I think that's a good, like the in- Inglorious Bastards, I think that would be, because uh, that's not one of my favorites for him, mm-hmm. um, which I know though a lot of people that's their favorites as well. But there is like a lot of history there that you could. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. I. I thought the bastards themselves looked like fun characters that we didn't get enough time to or get enough get it but we didn't spend enough time with them but yeah. we did spend enough time with Shoshana yeah uh, and right. she's great and perfect like yeah. excellent that and was we, a good part of the movie uh-huh if just as w- much time I needed with Shoshana yeah and that's the one we see cuz she's we see her from when she's like a kid is that no, like, when she's running away yeah. from who is what's yeah. his Hans Landa what's the actor yeah who calls her Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz Christoph Waltz what a what a horrifying way to yell a a friendly call to a pretty girl's name right like, what a terrifying monster to be calling yeah. after her as yeah she's, as she's running from her entire family's dead in the house and remember terrifying. that was Christoph Waltz's introduction to oh, the yeah. world to the world, that even though he's an older the actor. entire scene where mm-hmm. he had just paced and, like, stalked the father of the family. Yeah. Of the, of the, oh, yeah. Of the dairy farm. Of yeah. the dairy farm that he was in. Yeah. What, a, what an excellent scene. What a cool... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's ever been... This is a whole other discussion, but a, mm-hmm. a supporting actor role where, like... Because remember, he won a supporting actor Oscar oh, yeah. for that, but just literally, sure, sure. it could have been just that scene. He's in that scene. Oh yeah, and that's it. And then you give him the award. Yeah, I, this is a this, yes. I I think Alec Baldwin might have won supporting actor for Glengarry for like a very the, short. Well, do you not know the Glengarry scene? Yeah. Oh yeah, the ABCs. Yeah, the ABCs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What yeah. is it? What's oh, your name? And Fuck it's interesting. You. That's my name. <laughs> I yeah. love that scene. Man. <laughs> well, you know what's funny too? That's not in the book. I mean, the play. Like, that's oh not right. A, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, added yeah. for the movie to yeah, jazz so. it up specifically yeah. to like make it more of a of a punch of a film, right? Yeah, that's a good example uh, if, too. Yeah, yeah. If, if you, uh, people who've seen that movie know what we're talking about, but people who haven't seen that movie don't need to watch the movie to go feel that scene. Go watch the oh, Alec yeah. Baldwin scene from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, uh, and ju- I just be like, this is this character's just in this one scene. <laughs> Why? Yeah, and it's almost like a mini play unto itself. Like mm-hmm. it could just be its own one-off it's a bunch short of, film. It's a bunch yeah. of loser salesmen aren't who aren't living up to their to their expectations and a big shot salesman comes in to to hype them up before they get really good leads that are gonna that that are that are worthwhile that are worth chasing down right uh but he doesn't pep talk them (laughs) no he does not yeah (laughs) yeah that's good it's a cool scene all right so let's get to the the meat of this the stuff that we're watching right now yeah uh Dan, you specifically asked me. I don't know if this is what you want to start with, Dan. Uh-huh. I'm starting with go. You. Uh, you specifically asked me to at least check out the first episode of Schmigadoon. Yeah, Schmigadoon, yeah, the musical comedy, loosely uh-huh. based on a couple accidentally falling into the musical Brigadoon, right? I didn't know any of that stuff. You brought that. I think you brought that up on the in upcomings. The, in the upcomings, yeah. Because I mentioned I'd seen the first episode, but uh, whatever you info you have, I'll go with. Yeah, because that makes sense. Because I don't know where the name Schmigadoon comes from. It has to come from somewhere based on some kind of reference point. And the and the movie. cast the cast is super strong. Uh, it's yeah. strong. It's definitely stronger in the like B character. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I would say 
it's got more star power in their secondary characters. I don't mm-hmm. think people think of Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong as leads, per, per, per yeah. se. Yeah, not like the obvious go-tos, yeah. Uh-huh. Have, have Did you like Friends from College? Oh, you know, I just barely saw like an episode of that. I didn't really like that yeah, show. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh, that's Keegan-Michael Key-led uh, mm-hmm. dramedy about old college friends and... Right off the bat, from the first episode, it's a dramedy because there's some sexual indiscretions happening uh-huh. within the group. Yeah. But uh, uh, Keegan also leads that team. Uh, and yeah, I was not charmed, really, by him in that show. Uh-huh. That's from a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I can't think of what else he's been a lead in. No, it's a, he's usually a part mortgage. of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's usually a part of an ensemble. Uh, exactly. More like uh, that show. There's like a... That improv movie, uh, I'm forgetting the name of it right now. But uh, well, everybody really, knows really him the most. Movie. Everybody knows him the most from his uh, his two handed act with uh, Jordan Key Peele. Peele. Key and Peele. Yeah. yeah. So the Key yeah. and Peele show, and then the movie Keanu, which has a lot of cult oh. success. But that's a Key and not, Peele. That's kind of like right. A Key and Peele but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. 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 they know them from being like hand in hand with. Yeah, Peel and Peel's obviously gone on to do a lot to to have a lot of success with us and um, yeah what's the other movie, uh, uh, well the out. TV show Twilight Zone and, and the yeah. reboot of well not as much success with the reboot of the Twilight Zone show though it got a second season, but yeah and just the fact that he's had that much opportunity and kind of gone to do other stuff behind the camera mm-hmm. otherwise you know so it's it's cool and, yeah and, and for. They took a comedy guy and they said, can you step into the shoes of Rod Serling? Uh, even if he didn't succeed, that was a lot of um, they, they really put a lot of trust in him to see if he could be the the uh, he could take the place of who was the straight man uh, person who would introduce the episodes of the Twilight Zone, a, a scary ish show. Yeah. Yeah. So really no. outside of what you might think he would be up to if you hadn't seen uh, Get Out. Yeah, and so Jordan. Uh, oh no, I always confuse them. I for the longest time thought Jordan Peele was mm-hmm. Keegan Michael sure. Key. Yeah, I've done that um, too. Yeah, so Keegan is he's not as much of yeah. Like I don't know if he just doesn't have that writing side of things where he is just mainly more of like a performer guy, which mm-hmm. is fine. But it's at the same time, it's no guarantee his career is going to take well, yeah. off in any way. You're at yeah. the you're at the mercy of writers. If you don't right. get something well written and well written for you, like that's yes. that that fits you, then it's gonna be you're, it's gonna be all on your talents and sometimes against the writing. And Dan, I gotta tell you, uh-huh. he's working a little against the writing here in Schmigadoon. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, it was a little kind of a weird casting choice but at the same time like i didn't know if they were trying to go for him playing against his usual type a little bit or something playing against type though because this character and his friends from college character are almost the same guy oh okay all right you know he's very much yuppie uh not even yuppie because he's not that young like middle age reaching middle age not there yet urban professional in a relationship that is not marriage but it's yep. very normal for modern day. Uh huh. Yeah, like that's pretty basic. That's pretty much the whole character. Yeah, it's just a weird. Uh, it's just a weird show in general. So like everything mm-hmm. feels a little bit funky. And then even Cecily is like kind of uh, we we haven't seen Cecily. Cecily is a mystery in terms of her real yeah. world persona of like what is she when she's just normal in a thing. I you know? I don't know. Yeah, most most actors have a a character that they that is more or less like a an exaggeration of themselves and yeah 
her characters because we know her mostly from Saturday Night Live. Her characters exactly. were always very silly or yes, out, outspoken. Uh, I like her a lot. I've liked her in very small parts that she's had, like in the Ghostbusters reboot or stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I've never seen her just play a normal person. Yeah. And I don't know that she's a hundred percent playing a normal person in this either. Yeah. That's it. That's fine. Cause the world is so weird, right. but at the same time we're presented with just this couple that's trying to work out their issues, which obviously is the premise I think of the show kind of is like, right. Go and into the, this world and, sh- and figure it out. And the show's not that interested in really delving into what their issues are outside of a rut. Like, well, have you seen anything past the first episode? No, just the first. Because I'm thinking that's where it's okay. Gonna go, maybe? Yeah, sure. it's hard to say. They're very thin characters. They're yeah. Uh, okay, when I was saying that they are, they are, um, they're working against that that uh, that writing. Yeah. What I meant, what what I very in its purest sense, I meant the Cecily Strong and uh, and Key were making some clunky ass jokes half work right like like there was some that writing was b minus and their yeah. performances were a minuses right like uh, they were like they were doing what they can yeah with it sure. but at the same time it's like is it even it was tough it's yeah. it's a, it's the format just seems tough i guess let I me know. describe it quickly yeah. yep. so that just in case somebody's not mm-hmm. uh watching uh Schmigadoon is too uh, and a very quick almost like the beginning of the movie up they throw a relationship together and it's well done like to get us to these people had a meet cute it was cute super cute um they now uh have been together for three years or in a in a rut although they still are cute ish they seem like still lovey with each other they go on some sort of a backpacking trip given to them by some old hippies that are saying hey stay on the path don't do anything weird or you something might happen to you Something happens to them. They end up three weeks in the woods or three days in the woods um, lost. They run into a big, bright, shiny, fake looking town where the inhabitants sing and dance and act as if they're in a musical all the way to and including the character. The musical characters do not realize they sing and dance. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you mean a high concept? Yeah, it is. You can't it doesn't get higher. Yeah, and it's got like in that cast that you're talking about. Um, what's her name? That's uh, like known for musicals. Oh, is Kristen it Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth, the yeah. best, the best name in Hollywood. My favorite <laughs> name to say. She's great. I love yeah. Kristen Chenoweth in everything she does, and mm-hmm. she is the best person in this. Yeah, and I like seeing Fred Armisen as the yeah. like priest guy. He's which, good. I mean, he's not really known for his singing, so obviously he's not going to be doing a lot of. And then that who was the reverend? Oh, I thought he was. Wasn't he the? Um, no, isn't he the Reverend? The Fred Armisen. Reverend, no. Because then his wife, the is married Kristen to Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, I'm sorry, the mayor. I meant to say. Oh, the, the mayor. mayor. Uh huh. Uh, Alan Cumming is the mayor. Oh right. Um, and then uh, and of course at the end of the episode we get a leprechaun. We get a leprechaun in the shape of Martin Short, telling yeah. them you can't go nowhere. <laughs> you can't get out. You got to stay in Schmigadoon, even though. Uh, Keegan Michael Key hates it because he hates musicals. We established this know. because she watches Brigadoon and he covers her his head with a pillow. What was time. that? Oh, is that At early? The very on? beginning. In oh, that, in that, I didn't even notice that. that. Shortened. Uh-huh. I, I think every time I say on this podcast that 
stories are getting shorter because uh, the audience's in, uh, uh, in, like understanding Attention's is man. becoming more savvy. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It seems like they're testing me. It seems like they're right. like, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to make it shorter. Yeah. <laughs> because we're going to try to lose everybody. Right. Yeah, because that should have been pretty clear. I would think Dude, you'd want to make that more. There's like 50 points about their relationship in the like first 10 minutes or yeah. whatever, or five minutes, whatever the, the yep. relationship thing is. Mm-hmm. And none of them are really that important. Right. Yeah. Like what is a big one that you remember is that it was very cute that their their meat cute was that a vending machine spilled out its guts of candy right. for the girl. Yeah. So when they get to their one year anniversary and the waitress opens up the dish of the meal, it's a bunch of candy bars. Yeah. And that's super cute. Well, and but at like, first it's seeming like he's not going to give her anything. Right. And then he, he's oh, a bad he boyfriend because he yeah. didn't think yeah. he didn't remember that it's important. Oh, right. no, he already said <laughs> which candy bars. How cute. Yeah. It's a it's, it's a well done, but very, very fast setup. Yeah. And then later, uh, if if, if uh, Cecily is the one that does like musicals, she seems not into it as much as. Um, Keegan seems like he's getting it like the, with that. I don't know if he's joking too. I don't know if it's in jest that he's like going with the flow of like that corn song. Remember is that? No, cream the other corn way. Song? Uh, the oh, other was it the way. other way? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. This is the I part where ago. now it clashes with my uh, the way I watch stuff. Yeah. Now, now we're talking about a TV show that messes with reality. Uh, uh-huh. And this is where I found the best stuff and also where I would lose it the most. Uh, especially uh-huh. well. Okay, what you're describing is towards the end of the episode. Uh, what is it? Corn pudding. Oh, corn God. pudding. Yeah. I heard corn pudding a bunch on the internet, and now I understand <laughs> what the hell it means. <laughs> corn pudding. They do sing a song about corn pudding, and Cecily's car- Cecily stands up and starts to sing. She doesn't realize, but the words come to her, and she just knows what to sing. Uh-huh. And then she sits back down, and she's like, "Wasn't that crazy?" Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. I like that they're playing with this is what the with the story is going to be. How much of this reality is going to bleed into their into these people? Are they going to be affected? Yeah. It's yep. uh, what you call it. The movie about colorization. Um, Pleasantville. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, uh, but there's they go back and forth between what reality and fantasy is a lot in my favorite scene. Cecily Strong being wooed by the town. Uh, uh, tough. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that scene was really fucking funny, and it was funny because Cecily kept commenting on the reality of the situation. Right, like yeah. all of her asides to like, wait, you're really doing that? Are yeah, you? yeah. Like that <laughs> yeah. was the most fun part to me. Well, and that told me what this show might be because of how long that epi- that that mm-hmm. sequence went. Because it could have been just like a little sketchy Saturday Night Live thing, but it it wasn't. It was being a real slice of a musical. Like a scene straight out of a musical, you know, played exactly in the in the rhythms and beats of a musical. So I was like, oh, shit. OK, this yes. is going to be fully, fully a musical show, which so which I'm is like, probably not going to watch it. Yeah, but I can see that it's set up for some people to really love this show. Yes. And I don't yes. think this looks like a bad show. It's just not no. for me. And it but looks it great. Look like a bad show. Like it's crafted, like the craftsmanship of like the sets and like the dance number stuff is all like I, the highest quality you could I ever agree. ask for. Yeah, one hundred percent. They the the choreography of the dancing is so good. It's yeah. it's it's so excellent. The people, the 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 citizens of the town, the non actor ones that are just filling out the dancing roles. Yeah. Everybody is so beautiful. Like they're all such gorgeous human beings. They all dance so well. They're dressed so pretty. Right. The whole thing looks super, super well crafted. 
and then the jokes are bad. Yeah. And like, yeah. ah, damn it. So close. Yeah. Yeah. Not so bad. It's, Not that understand. great. Yeah. They're fine. Especially if you're trying to pull in maybe some of the audience that's not just in love with uh, musical theater stuff. So Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. I'm kind of curious to see where it goes because I feel like maybe it, it would go in the way where they absorb more into that musical theater mm-hmm. as it goes. Yeah, and I that, would imagine, thus yeah. helping their relationship or something. So or that could if be Or if it's going to go the Pleasantville way, no, yeah. the, Brig- the Schmigadoon people are going to start to learn from them a little bit. You know? Well, but yeah, but still they have to maintain their theaters. Well, they don't got to do anything, theater. Dan. This place, this place is crazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, that's yeah, a wacky we'll show that, that we saw a little bit of it. Uh, but I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. I'm glad I okay, have good. an opinion on it now. Yeah. For sure. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. What else have you been watching? Uh, so I got a whole bunch of new films since we're back mm-hmm. in the theaters now uh, for the most part. Um, and I can go through most of these pretty quick. They're all ones you'll know. There's nothing too... Uh, uh, weird. Oh, there's one older one actually that I ended up seeing in a theater, even though it's an old movie. And I'm curious if you know about it and if you know about this guy that there's a writer director behind it and the first big thing he's ever done. Uh, but let's start with real quick the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Old. Uh, old. You, you heard about it's this? About, it's, about, uh, it's about a beach that uh, when you yes. go there, um, uh-huh. you get something i forget <laughs> you get old yeah oh shit so yeah no it's uh so Shyamalan. it's it's hard to talk i mean everything with him i feel like is in the context of his like career and where he's at because it's like mm-hmm. you can tell what kind of risk he's going to take in a way because he's back on track in terms of being allowed to make kind of bigger movies because we had glass right which was like mm-hmm. not really i don't know if it was that successful in the theaters uh in terms of money but uh creatively it wasn't really that liked, I don't think, either. So it was just, I don't know. It was just a weird thing. Because also, I don't know if there was, I don't remember there being like a big twist because it was mainly the culmination of that trilogy. Right. Of the unbreakable was, yeah. split. And that, was its, that was its pull, was that it was a trilogy capper. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't love that. I'm, I'm, but I realized watching this that I wasn't upset. Like, I don't think I can ever get upset for M. Night Shyamalan, like taking mm-hmm. his swings and just doing his thing. Like, I, uh, So I feel like I'm an apologist for him now because it's... Um, so, which is for fine. sure M. Night Shyamalan hate is passe, I think. I think yeah. we've gotten to the point where we understand that. Yeah. He's a guy who had a singular vision for a few movies and the world got too obsessed with his ability to pull a twist and convinced right. him that he should do it every time. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he got I think he got in the weeds too with his own hype mm-hmm. because well, he, he got convinced. He was convinced yeah. he could do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, that's one of those things that when when you're an artist, even if it's like for music too, it's like if you peak early and you have your best thing you've ever done and you're maybe going to mm-hmm. ever do as your first thing, it's like what do you do? Yeah. Like you just have to keep swinging and trying to do, but it's going to be variations on that that best yeah. thing. So then it's it's a it tough thing. It's a Doug Stanhope uh, bit where he uh-huh. says something like, uh, "Why does everybody say Jimi Hendrix died too soon?" What if he was like, right. "What if he was like seventy doing the Super Bowl halftime show and yeah. just like, ah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's awful thing." That's a good. You point. say that. Uh-huh. You say that. Yeah. But I remember Prince's halftime show. And that shit was badass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the rain came down and it was and, like, but and he was what? Yeah. He wasn't a. He was in no. His, Late fifties, I think, at that point. Uh, maybe, but but Prince was already 40s, like maybe. a freak of vampire nature, it's true. you know. So it's true. Yeah, 
Yeah. But no, I get that point. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I didn't mind old. I don't want to give too much away. I know we don't, okay. we don't usually care about spoilers, but I don't uh, There's a twist. I'll say there's a twist, but it's like sure. you know it's coming. It's like you guaranteed no. And for me, the way that I knew that this twist was going to go down within the mm. within the laws of like a twist you can't just like back out of everything that happened so there's big things that happen on that beach that's all mm. real it's all real but there's a thing going on behind the scenes of it that's mm. uh, that that it's being done for or in terms of right. but uh so yeah so it's a it's pretty fun man like i didn't mind it and so, then yeah I, I i heard the ending uh oh did you I, okay i think I think slash film, which uh, the slash film cast no longer the slash film cast, uh, the film oh. cast. Oh, uh, okay. the film cast. I think that was their main their main um, review the, of last week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right. And I was like, I'm not gonna watch this movie, so I'll go ahead and listen to them talk yeah. about it. And so they explained the whole ending. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but yeah. Uh, the ending sounds fine as far as an yeah. ending for that story goes. Yep. The only thing that sounds wrong with it is that it seems to fall on the wrong side of the like. Of oh, like the moral morality of this. Yeah. Well, like it seems to go it, with the villain a little bit. It, well, yeah. And I think with good reason. And that's why it makes it interesting because mm, of okay. just, well, just like in terms of uh, like Thanos or somebody that's like in, you know, uh, the Marvelish like villains where it's like the villains kind of interesting because they think they're doing such a good thing by like saving sure. the future they're of the humanity hero of by their blah, story. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 So in that way. I kind of saw like okay. what they were going for, even though it was at the cost of these human lives. It was like for a greater good kind of a thing. So sure, sure. It's yeah, it's fun in that I way. Think, I think uh, Dave, Dave, Dave Chen and Chen. his cronies were not as not as nice to the movie as you were. But in the yeah. end, did kind of just say that it was fine. It was yeah, decent. That's like and and yeah. something I've always said about uh, M Night Shyamalan. Uh-huh. Uh, and let's go ahead and never make fun of the man's last name again. Um, oh, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. I've always <laughs> said about him is, holy shit, his movies look beautiful. Like that yeah. dude knows where to put a camera, what, how yeah. to how to saturate colors, how to like mm-hmm. he, the dude knows how to make stuff look good to your eyeballs. Yes. So yes. even if even in his worst movie, what's yeah. that? Avatar. Uh, uh, well, oh, uh, Airbender. Uh, I guess. I mean, uh, Earth um, Beyond Earth. What's it called? Earth. Uh, oh, After Earth. After Earth. Right. It was probably oh, his worst. The Will Smith. The uh, and Baby Smith. Yeah. Oh, then the happening. No, the happening is considered probably the worst. worst. I thought Avatar, I honestly thought Airbender was what people considered the worst. Oh, I forgot he even did that. Yeah. I don't know. I saw on a a recent list and they put, uh, Mm. they put the I think the happening has the stupidest premise. Uh, yeah. But the premise is only accessible at the end. Like, Uh the movie should have still been awesome up until you find out what the reason for it is, right? Like, the idea of, like, people being uh, their mind turning on them to make them commit suicide seems like a uh, wildly visually interesting thing to show, right? Yeah. I can't even remember the premise, honestly. I just remember remember. the things that stick around, like Mark Wahlberg talking about how, like, the trees are speaking to us. No. The trees are talking. That's all I remember. Yeah. You're trying to kill me. (laughs) What? No. Only a yeah. person trying to kill you answers that way. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, uh, so, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm open to Shyamalan movies again. Maybe not this one because the premise does seem yeah. like it's going to follow the I can follow the logic from the trailer kind of. Yeah. If every, and if, if people are following his uh, trajectory, like if you go back to The Visitor, which is like comeback movie. The Visit. Sorry, The Visit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was, was, a was great the visit, movie. Did he direct The Visit? Yes. Because he did not direct Devil. He produced no, it. Produced that. Yeah. But then but so the, his, was the visit the one that they didn't put his name on it? 
No, it's it's his name. It's just that it was like coming off of like his biggest bombs, and he was kind of like in movie jail, so he had to go make an indie movie. But it was simultaneously mm-hmm. like one of the best things he's ever done because it was like a handheld horror movie. So yeah, it was cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, we he's doing some good things and whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. A, he's like on the on the hierarchy of good versus bad directors. He's definitely on like the side of good. There are so many directors who direct a million movies that you've seen them all. I'm not talking to you, Dan. I'm talking to the audience. Mm -hmm. There's a million directors. There's a million. There's a handful of directors who have made a million movies that you've seen every single one, but you've never heard of the director. You know why? Because that's a bad director. But he's cheap. He's cheap and he'll come do the job. Yes, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, The fact that you know, that you still know Shyamalan's name, it means that he's... He has a singular talent in some sense. Oh, yeah. And the member servant. I was just going to mention because like, oh, yeah. he just he, had a TV show that yeah. was beautiful, kind of right. dumb, beautiful looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's doing a lot of yeah, a lot of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, good for him. Um, believe it or not, I did see. Like the song. Believe, yeah, again. You're not going to believe yeah. this. I saw Snake Ooh. Eyes. Oh, yeah. I, I'm Snake supposed Eyes. to watch Snake Eyes. No. I well hold on a second. Okay. Let me explain to you. Okay. I've gone to see both uh, the G.I. Oh. Joe movies with my cousin in the theaters uh-huh. at the Vista Theater, which oh. Tarantino just bought, and right. I forgot to bring up in our earlier story. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, because Tarantino bought the Vista, they will no longer be showing stupid movies like that. No, no, it's not true. It's not true because oh, from really? what he said, yeah. So what he said is that he it's he said it's not going to be the same vibe as his theater, which is like all thirty five millimeter. Um, right. I think he's going to skew towards trying to do everything he can in thirty five millimeter. But I think he was saying, yeah, he's still going to show like new movies on certain days, mm-hmm. and then all like right. yeah. So I think he's just going to have certain days. It's like throwback and certain yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, so what was the other ones like G.I. Joe uh, Retaliation G. or Joe, something like that? I don't know. They are. They're G.I. Joe The Rock and yeah. they're G.I. Joe Bruce Willis. Those are the two, oh, okay. the two versions. Yeah, I've never um, seen any of those, but I don't think those have any bearing on this origin no, story no, at all. No, none yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Neither, none of these movies are connected. Uh-huh. Uh, they are, though. They are technically, there is a universe and that yes. they're going to start trying to connect to other universes. Amazing. Right. Uh, these movies are dumb. Very bad. Yeah. Uh, the actions in, in them are, they're pretty good, man. The, the, the action scenes are fun. Yeah, that was like obviously the only thing for the Snake Eyes movie. So how were like, they? Yeah. Yeah, some of the fight scenes were cool because it, because it skews towards uh, like Japanese sword stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what the the main group that he's trying to infiltrate to like yeah, snake eyes yeah. is a ninja character Storm, yeah. he's often paired with storm shadow his quote-unquote brother also a ninja yeah but the, okay so here's the thing with this is that i was sold by the trailer because i there's no way i would typically see this movie at all but i was like oh that trailer's trailer. like really good yeah, yeah. But then there's stuff in the trailer that's like at the very end like one of the coolest shots is him like on this bike with his like cool helmet that's the last shot of the movie and they oh, put that boy. as like the last shot of the trailer, but you make it seem like we're gonna build up to get that character. You know what that is? You know what, what that is? What? That's Spider-Man swinging the uh, the manhole cover at Rhino at the end of that trailer. Oh, uh-huh. And that's Paul Giamatti. Remember uh-huh. Paul Giamatti yeah. as Rhino? Oh, right. Yeah. In the trailer, the trailer ends with him swinging, like he webbed the thing <laughs> uh-huh. and he's swinging uh-huh. it at a giant robot Rhino yeah. with Paul Giamatti inside, and I'm like. What is this movie? Yeah. That's the last scene of the movie. Yeah. That's the very last thing that happens. I yeah. was like, oh, fuck you guys. You're like, man. oh, it sucks. I know, because you want to think that's the buildup, and then we're going to get our of other course, stuff. Of course, that yeah. seems amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so similar, similar thing. Yeah. So that was kind of rough because I kept waiting for it to kick into kind of mm-hmm. gear. Like, go. when are we getting to that point when he is Snake Eyes and he's doing Snake Eyes things? He's not. He becomes Snake oh, Eyes in the last scene. I heard, I heard about how he gets his name, though. That's real dumb. Oh, with That's the dice, dumb. with the dice. Could he? Could yeah. so, was it somebody said? So his name totally could have been like Hard Five, right? Like that. Oh, his name. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> the dice are rigged to be always on Snake Eyes, so like that was it nah. was a default. Like, oh, so he was definitely going to be. He Snake was Eyes. destined to be Snake Eyes. But <laughs> the weird thing is that people just call him, and it catches me off guard sometimes. Like this one uh-huh. character yells to him, "Snake Eyes," you know, like. His name right. is, or Snake. I think it's even just like uh, Snake, okay. snake or sense. something. But it's Cause, still like. Because you I just yelled Snake Eyes as if a character did that, yeah. and my brain exploded. I was yeah. like, no, they do not. <laughs> Nobody yells Snake Eyes. I might have been giving them too much credit, or I might have rewrote I, that. But yes. It's, for being dumb. I, yes. I think what you're doing, that's an insult. <laughs> More than giving them credit. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that would be kind of amazing. Now that you mentioned Yeah, I don't know. So, it's okay. Yeah, don't watch it, you say. No, no, don't. I probably do will. I'm probably gonna watch it. Oh, okay. And the, but the, you know what? There's some. I don't really remember Any all the cameos. G- Any surprise cameos? Just <sighs> spoiler. Spoiler away, man. No, no was, this is not. I it. just don't know enough about the spider. The the GI Joe oh, world. I was thinking actors. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know I don't, enough about who's the who's like a red or is she redhead or blonde? Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet. Redhead. That's her name. She is named Scarlet. Oh, she's in the she's in the movie. She's a good oh, actress. Yeah, she's a picture right there. Yeah. of Scarlet. So that's not like a surprise. That's not she's maybe a surprise. Yeah. And like she's going to set up to be in the future stuff. But that actress has so, seen a lot of things. And lately. I was going to say, Scarlett has mm-hmm. already been played by like three other people, I think. Are you serious? Oh, they recast it from the other movies, huh? Well, from I the can ones never tell because like. They probably did because this actress is just peaking right now because yeah, I've seen I her don't, in other. It definitely wasn't okay. her. Okay. okay. So uh, G.I. Joe. Nope. She was in, uh, if you look up uh, Smilf, she was in that show Smilf on Showtime. I remember that. Yeah, I remember the show. Good show. Just for the name. It's a good show. Yeah. Okay. In Rise of, she's only in Rise of Cobra. She's not in the second one. Okay. Uh, She's played by Rachel Nichols. Is that correct? The name of the, that's the name of the the commentator? The sports (laughs) friend. She is an American actress and model. No, she's not American, though, I don't think. I thought Rachel she's Australian. Rachel Nichols is an American actress and model. Oh, oh this shit. one. I'm sorry. The first one to play. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have... No, Scarlet Pease is a playable character, but she's not even in the... Are you sure it's Scarlet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mine? She says her... Okay. Yeah, and they even say why she's named that, I think, or something, too. Um, okay. I'm going to go to the IMDb where I know. Yeah, I'm on the Wikipedia oh, page. Oh, Samara Weaving. Oh, it's not. Oh, I know some. That's the little girl. That's fucking. That's uh uh seven days. That's Samara weaving. Um, isn't it? Samara. Isn't that the little girl from uh from uh the ring? Uh oh, which I don't. Oh, know. Oh no, it's not. Oh, I, I was gonna say. I, was, I thought for sure. I was like, oh, I pulled the name. It's not. <laughs> yeah, because if Dang. you look at her career, like she just oh, started taking. I think the off, character's like, name was Samara. Shoot, I'm done. <laughs> Uh yeah, so that so she does a good job. Like I I've known her from things, so that was uh fine to see her. I'm trying to think if there's mm-hmm. another GI Joe person. Um, I'm looking at the names right now in Storm oh. Shadow. Oh, so the Baroness. Baroness is the Baroness. The, okay. Every like uh in the 80s boy yep. video boy uh cartoons had uh the evil monster looking bad guy and his sexy lady apprentice. Uh okay. or not apprentice. Um. A henchman or whatever sidekick 
And right. yeah, that's so Baroness was the sexy lady sidekick to uh, Cobra Commander. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she was fine, whatever. But uh, yeah. the other guy opposite Snake Eyes, who's like his buddy, has like all white on at the very end, and he like leaves in that a huff. That is Storm Shadow. That yes. is, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I thought that was, because I think that was my favorite guy when I was a kid, if I remember like. I could see that. Like, He's uh, the bad stuff. Snake Eyes, but the bad guy. He's the bad Snake Eyes. Oh, okay. So he is a villain kind of guy. He is a villain. Mm-hmm. Okay, because then they, yeah, they set that up for the second movie that we got to go find him. Brother so. against brother. Sir. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I okay. think that might be it. I don't know these guys. Good I don't to know. know. These guys. Good yeah. to know. I will again. I will come back and let you know if I see it. Okay. Cool. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Have you? Oh, Dan. I saw some. No, I saw some. Let me put something in. Get I in saw here. something that you saw a while ago. That's why I want to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, I saw forty minutes of gunpowder milkshake. Oh, okay. Uh, That's about what I saw. So yeah. Good. It you- was uh, very cute. Overstyle it? Would you would you agree with what I was saying? I don't know if yes. you remember that. Okay. The but I don't think I understood correctly. I misunderstood what you meant when you said overstylized. Mm. I was thinking of like huh, I always bring up Bunraku and nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. The the saint. You know. Uh-huh. You remember how we got Sin City and it was such a cool like stylized uh-huh. version of this thing that we had never seen before yeah. or, or really yeah and then and then they let him they let the comic creator make his own movie and he made the saint and we we're like oh this looks like shit this this <laughs> yeah. is terrible uh-huh. this is, and it was and then we realized oh no robert rodriguez is a talented director yeah that's why it looked good not mm-hmm. because the style is cool uh that's what i was thinking i was thinking like oh it just looks like john wick but badly stylized right that's in my head oh but it's gotcha. not that it's mm-hmm. the the world building is yes. poorly stylized for what they're trying yeah. to act. Why it's stylized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the the flesh of the reality of the world that they live in yes. is made of paper mache and construction paper. Right. It's, it's bright and yeah. it's, it's big and round and and there's nothing to it. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. I I I. I so much and it's I, I, everybody knows I'll, I'll, or anybody who listens to this show knows that I, I swing for things that are the female version of or uh-huh. the gay version of or the whatever the uh-huh. other version of what we usually get to have which is yep. us guys watching a guy do everything yeah I'm for that stuff this is oh, not yeah. a good version of it this isn't the way to do it yeah yeah and I don't it, think Karen Gillan was the right person for it I love Karen Gillan she's yeah. not she was incorrect yeah totally right. Wrong yeah. cast. Very wrong cast. Yeah. And she's not bad at action. She's she's no. uh what's her name? Nebula in the Guardians of the Galaxy. The fight scene, that bowling alley fight scene, was so yeah. unbelievable. Yes. Was so just. Yeah, I know. The scenes that they held the camera on her to do an action move yeah. looked like the weakest moves I've ever seen. Right. The scenes where they where they pulled out so a stunt person could do it looked like a completely different person doing it and the entire time it was scored to goofy like it just didn't everything i know i know it was rough birds of prey badly and birds of prey wasn't that good to begin with (laughs) yeah yes no exactly so that's why i was like and then like they had the thing with the all the females uh in the, the library what a waste of so like, much talent yeah, in that scene. It's just like what a oh, freaking waste. Everybody's Michelle good there. Everybody's Yeo, amazing. Malin Ackerman and uh what's her name? I can't believe I'm forgetting the yeah. most famous of the the black lady. The, yeah. What's her name? Uh, I just forgot it too. The most yeah. Uh, Williams. Uh, not Vanessa Williams. Um 
I know I can even think of that movie that she's known for, which is uh, which is I can't I remember that. Where you go? This movie. Uh, exa- uh, waiting to exhale. Right. She's in. Yes, that. her Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. There we go. Uh, okay. Yeah. There. I I didn't get to it. Just so everyone knows, I didn't. I thought of it right before. You... with my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you. Yes. Uh, Angela Bassett. <laughs> imagine, imagine if they tell you we're gonna we're gonna do John Wick, but instead of being like a god at the top of his uh, of his uh you know abilities we're gonna get a girl who's kind of in the middle up and coming still and we're gonna give her three incredible women to like be her like whatever is mentors Uh uh-huh they pick these three women and they're you can't get better yeah Uh, you can't get better actresses to be these Mm -hmm. things and then they're just so full of dumb like like Wanna be uh, callbacks to the the freaking sommelier, sommelier from John Wick, yeah, and how exactly. he described exactly. everything as wines or yeah. as, as something. Right. That's the it's they hung the entire scene on that one joke. Yeah, and I was I like, know. That's what, what a I was just waste like. of talent. It's a weird thing to see stuff like and it like looks good and it's in like a cool like uh, mm-hmm. setting and everything. Everything's, like, everything's set up. Incredible we have incredible actresses. Yeah, yeah. And then just to have the, the flatness. Writing. Of the, yeah. And and the, uh, the directing. I'm sorry, but that shit was shot like trash. Um, yeah. Everything was super boring. The every the camera pans are just let's just follow a character walk. Yeah. The sound design. The sound design was garbage uh uh, when she's walking into that bowling alley Uh they 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 uh, pulled the visual aesthetic of drive out for one scene yeah all with all the neon and i was like okay fine something and then (laughs) i hear her stupid steps walking down the and i'm like i don't know what ground she's walking on that's a ground i've never heard before she's walking on some alien substance that was built on spaceships because that doesn't sound like a fucking bowling alley and again it's fine if you want to create your sound design to like enhance like oh she's walking into this setting that's like you know Mm -hmm. ethereal or whatever the hell it is but it's like it just didn't work it's gotta work it has to work yeah it has to be a reason for the style you can't just juxtapose two things that don't match and then they work sometimes clashing patterns work because the guy who put them the guy or the lady could be a lady so or it could be neither who put it together knows what they're freaking doing they go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. These these checks and these uh, uh, squares they work because I know what the freak I'm doing. Yes, yes. This movie was a lot of stuff mixed together that didn't mix because the people making it didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, and like when I feel exhausted at the halfway mark, mm-hmm. which you, did mm-hmm. you even get to the dentist, the dentist office or the doctor office? The doctor, yeah, yeah. With the, well, with the knife, well, yeah. It comes up twice. Arms. So oh, that guy, like, I love yeah. that guy. I yes. love that guy. Yes. That's uh, Luther, the only guy who doesn't stab Luther in the back. Dude, or space. I think of him from, he's the guy the, oh, the yeah, guy who's always the, doing the beats from space. Yeah, yeah the bike the, guy. He's delivery guy. Yes. He's a, so he's yes. always listening to beats so they yeah. can go fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They call him Wheels, I think. I think his nickname he's is a, Wheels. Yeah, I don't remember that, yeah. but I believe you. He's a bicycle yeah. delivery person. He's always in those like Tour de France outfits, you know? Yeah, great British actor. Yeah, yeah. that dude's great. Mm-hmm. And again, the only guy in Luther who doesn't fuck Luther over uh, by dying or by stabbing in the back. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, spoilers for Luther. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's great. So skip then it. this movie is filled with great people. There's I know. so many. This Great actors are falling out of this movie. Yeah, but then just the tone of like all that whole scene with the doctor's office fight stuff and like all, everybody's high on uh, mm-hmm. laughing gas and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, man. There was a very. very 
that was that was Whedon. That is Joss Whedon's yeah. effect on Hollywood right there. That scene. Right. Like you gotta have yeah. a Whedon scene. You gotta have one where the but three it's of them like, are being a little snarky and funny all together. Yeah. But if it's in People, this hard boiled action movie, then it's I guess like what you're the, right. what's going on? It's not on? a Whedon scene, it's a Tarantino scene. Because right. that's what Tarantino does. He's yeah. hard-boiled people sitting around talking silly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it needs to fit your scene. You can't just be like, oh, this what is a good idea. Mean? I wish... Stick it in there. I, I looked up the guy. who. So who directed this? Because that uh, seems I don't even to be know. where the, where the, where the, the, the problem issue. is. This is a gentleman by the name of Navat uh, Papuchado. Uh, Did he write it? I too? don't... He's a, he's a, I'll tell you what. He's a Let's very see. handsome young man. He's a year older than me. He's not that young. Uh-huh. Um, and it, yeah, he has nothing to his name. Oh yeah, he co-wrote I it. I don't know why they. I bet he's this known guy for. Shouldn't get more work. If if I had to guess, he's either known for commercials or like uh, short like nothing, YouTube videos. Dude. He's got nothing. His his filmography is like four things long. Yeah, but if you and take he his wrote name, all of them. I bet if you take his uh-huh. name into YouTube, you're gonna find oh, like some find stylish some, short film something. Some, uh, you know, because that's where these guys sometimes they get these shots. Maybe. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to look into this thing, into this guy. So if, I, if I'm going to hate him properly, I want to know why he sucks. <laughs> yeah. But no. I have nothing against the women in this movie. They are all incredible. They did what they could. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we move on? Yes, 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 please. Okay. So this movie called Pig, starring Nicholas oh, Cage. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's so good, this man. Is, it's so good. People are saying... That this is yeah. the movie that proves Nick Cage has is done paying off his debts. Yeah, I mean, for real. Like, th- okay, so my theory with not even a theory, it's just easily proven that like Nick Cage will do like at least like six whatever paycheck movies, garbagey mm-hmm. stuff, and then he'll do he one. He owed a lot of money. He owed a lot of money. Yes, yes. So he had his reasons, whatever. But mm-hmm. he'll have a movie that will hit the zeitgeist and be a perfect movie like Mandy like he did a what, blah, like, blah 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 and then he did six Mandy for and like you, oh shit six for you one for me yeah. six for you yeah. one yeah. for me the old yeah. adage the old uh, sure. adage yeah. classic yeah so uh, so yeah he this is like one of those movies where it's like on the the, the right. better I side I would say Mandy I would say uh, Upstream not Upstream Color what was the name of that The Shape of Color oh the shape of, no The Color of Color space? and the shape. I'm naming a million other movies. I know. I'm not getting to the what I want. It was. I know what you're saying. Upstream color and the shape of color. I saw lot. it in the theater. Yeah, that movie was nuts. Uh, but it wasn't great. But yeah, no. he was doing at least. He was. It, he he was, was in an trying. interesting thing. Yeah. Well, do you know about his mega acting? Do you know his what he when he says like sometimes he acts and sometimes he mega acts? Oh, I didn't. I haven't actually heard that. Quantified. Go look up. It's a. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's a, an interview he does, uh, like a spoken interview, so you can re- you can hear him say it. Yeah. And yeah, he'll talk about how. Yeah, it's it's, and this is why I know he's a good actor. Nicholas Cage is a good actor. Yeah. Uh, he know sometimes he doesn't give a shit and he doesn't act. Sometimes he acts and he does incredibly well. And then sometimes right. he's earning his paycheck. And the yeah. way he earns his paycheck is by mega acting, and he calls it acting, but more. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, that's and, funny. And and there isn't it. a lot of movies where he's not entertaining mm-hmm. while mega acting. Have you heard of uh Willy's Wonderland? Sure. It's the uh it's uh basically they took the concept of Five Nights at Freddy's, the video game, the incredibly uh-huh. popular video game mm-hmm. from about four years, four or five years when it was popular four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um it's still around, but 
uh, yeah, they basically took the concept of a security manager at night taking care of Chuck E. Cheese, only yeah. the robots come to life and kill. Right. And so that was and his he's last... even mute. He's even mute in the game. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. And in the movie, I believe, he doesn't say a word. Oh, oh really? He says one thing. Cool. He says one thing. Oh, you know what? I, I got to see it because I heard good things. And I think this is the rare occasion where he had back-to-back actually like pretty solid movies. Because that mm-hmm. movie was... It wasn't great, but it was, it was kind of like... Yeah, it's it was fun. one of those like, yeah, yeah. But it's still like, I like the idea that he did back to back kind of uh, mm-hmm. interesting, cool things. Which is what I'm saying. Maybe maybe they were right or what they were saying. Maybe they're right. Uh, maybe he's done paying those debts off and they're all for him now. Yeah, because in Pig, he's like pretty silent as well for like the whole like very still performance. He's Dude, like a tell me yeah. the tell me the premise because okay. I think it's a cool premise. So, yeah. So he's an ex like amazing, amazing high level chef who is now living in the woods in like a cabin, very, very, very like low level of uh, uh, lifestyle. Like, I don't know how to say it, like where he very just- Very simple, very- uh, Almost living off the stark. land. Yeah, Stark, Baron. yeah. Yeah, Baron. yes. And he's like close enough to where he has his pig who finds truffles and he sells these truffles to a guy who's like in, I think it's Portland is the main uh, city that he lives near. Portland, so, Maine. Port- no, no, Portland, Oregon. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> the food capital of, you know, the hipster food capital of, of the West sure. Coast for now. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So then something happens to the pig and he's got to go find the pig. And okay. uh, yeah, so it's not and it's not necessarily like a revenge thing because he just wants the pig. But because right. people he's seem to be John this. Wick, he's not kidding. He's not. No, it's like it is like parts of it kind of have a John Wickian vibe within the, the, the chef the trailer community. sells it a little bit. The trailer sells it a little bit as a like a grimy revenge story. Yeah. But right. from watching the trailer, I could see why people would have missed that he's a chef. I think that's a cool twist to the story. Yeah. That he's like uh, in town. He's not like a pariah. He's like a respected person, right? Yeah. Like once people even know who he is because he's got long hair and he doesn't look. It's just like anybody. Like a a hillbilly that lives in the hills. Yeah. So everybody's kind of shocked to see this dude. But at the same time, he doesn't care to see them or deal with them at all. So he just wants his He hates society for reasons that get uh, understood throughout the movie. Right, exactly, exactly, and so yeah. uh, and so it I've has a lot nothing more, but good things. Yeah, it's got a lot more soul and uh, artfulness to it than uh, I had initially thought. I thought it was going to be more of like a revenge like movie, or like because in John Wick, obviously, like the dog gets killed, his dog gets killed, even though his wife gets killed too. But the dog seems well, to be the wife more dies of cancer. She does. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in the fallout of his grief, also his dog is killed mm-hmm. by hitmen, who then he has to go kill. So. But it's not quite in that level. You see the... Right. I do yeah. imagine it's got a little bit more going on upstairs than John Wick. Like, John Wick's yes. a dumb movie. Uh, there's not. There's nothing to John Wick. There's not a lot it's going on. It's amazing to right. watch it. Yeah. It seems like Pig has a little bit more psychologically going. Yeah. And I yep. mean, I've seen, I've seen Nick Cage dip into some deep psychological wells, so man can do it. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody not in Willy's Wonderland, though. Don't. These are two <laughs> different movies. Pig yes. is a little bit thinkier, probably, oh. than uh, than Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, because a lot of those t- trashy kind of movies that he's done, that he's the selling point. And the other sure. movies, he's the or tool. the high concept. What the him concept. and usually the high concept, maybe like mom and dad, like mom oh, and dad, maybe yeah. yeah. If there if that movie has anything going for it, then it'll have. I've spoiled a concept, the twist but. at the end, right, of mom and dad for you. I've done it before. I've seen that. I saw it. I oh, saw you that. saw it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The grandparents. But oh, great. I don't remember Excellent. 
Okay, yeah. The grandparents, just like the grandparents. What's the disease makes moms and dads kill their kids. So, oh, right, when the moms right. and dads, when mom and dad are going to kill their kids, their they mom and dad should right. Because <laughs> right. moms and dads kill their kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's so good. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, so in this case, it's like uh, certain times Nick Cage is being used as a tool, a very blunt mm-hmm. instrument and an artistic yes. vision. And so he's uh, used to the, the greatest degree he can be in something like this. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to give Nicolas Cage a part that you very specifically want him to do something with, because it seems like Nicolas Cage is going to go ahead and do whatever the hell he wants with whatever you give him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, for the most part. But a lot of times artistic movies get decided after or Movies get decided whether they're artistic after you've hired Nicolas Cage. Right. <laughs> he decides well, whether they're going to be artsy-fartsy or not. Yeah. Well, and you would hope that like, whoever that director is like has enough control or like going sure. into the thing expresses like what this thing is needs to be a to be a thing. Vision. You know, like, like yeah. if he can has a vision that he can explain to Nick Cage, yes. I bet you that's when Nick Cage decides to go ahead and do some good acting. Right. <laughs> that's what, it's probably right. how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's cool. Well, it's good to know about those two movies, even if you're not into Nick Cage, because he does put out a lot of crazy movies. These are two ones that are getting a lot of good talk. Yeah. I think they're worth checking out. Yes, sir. You got something else on there? Yeah. I actually just saw something real trippy Uh uh, that I didn't hear was coming out uh, on HBO Max until Mm. last week. And then I went and I saw it Mm. because I happen to love the stand-up comedian Tig Notaro. You remember Tig, right? Of course. Yeah, I love Tig. Uh, uh, she put out a stand-up uh, special that's called Drawn. And the gimmick to this one is that the whole thing is a cartoon. Uh, that being said, it's a bunch of different cartoons. It's a bunch of different artists uh, who come and oh. go. Oh, okay. Like uh, the art style changes usually on the beat of like the a change right. of a story. Like like because it, it, it's a full stand-up act. Yeah. So there's no cutaways in the fact that the whole thing is a person standing on stage talking to an audience. Yeah. They cut away to show scenes. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. To show you what the story is of the thing she's telling is the story there, about. There's, we've seen this before, right? We've seen uh, stand-up acts to animation before. Uh, you know not, what? Maybe not in such a structured format. I was going to say like in such a like fully, like the whole like set is YouTube, animated. right? Yeah, like, I've seen the small like, clips. Like someone or, animate to Bill Burr talking about Philadelphia or something. Yes. You know, like I was gonna say, like radio shows. I've heard like they've done that on like the radio show where they'll mm-hmm. you know they tell a story and then you're animating. The sure, thing. you yeah. know what? Yeah, yeah a mm-hmm. bunch of or back when I used to even the Dungeons and Dragons show that I oh, watch uh-huh. sometimes. Critical will, role. They'll animate. Yeah, yeah they'll mm-hmm. animate their clips. But just like, a, but it's but it's just like a three minute. And it's very thing or low yeah. budget or uh, amateurish. Yes. these are all clearly very professional artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little hot and cold with the styles, the ones okay. that hit. I think, I think a lot of times the styles maybe don't necessarily fit the the story style she's telling. Right. I think maybe the animators drew a style that they think fit Tig correctly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's huh. very cute. It's a lot of cute, like. She is a dour, <laughs> yeah, like a dour looking woman. Like, yes. she's very, like, deadpan, grouchy, yeah. But she's not, she's actually got a, a wry smile, like, almost yeah. all the time. Like, it's always almost, like she's a tongue about, in cheek her lips without are about to curl up in a smile, yes, yes. And I don't think that the, the animators got they they soft, they softened her too much. They tried to make it like cute more playful, and soft and nice, like her, like more, which yeah. works. Hmm. 
in the uh, in the what you call it the punch in the uh, the punchline in the in, yeah. when you get to the shtick of the then it's funny because mm-hmm. the, juxtapos- the juxtaposition of what she's saying versus how cute she looks is yeah. funny right but in the lead up you kind of need her to be this like monotone sallow like right. person to really and get it doesn't who she work. Is. When yeah. her character has pinched red cheeks and like a bouncy face, <laughs> right? Interesting. Yeah. So you told me that, you were gonna watch this, so I I put it on, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I agree with you because like, I was su- surprised by that. I only watched like the first 20, 25 minutes, so I only saw I think two different styles, like the one cutaway when she talks oh, about okay. liking that girl more than she liked oh, her sure. in the, the hospital. Scene. Yeah, yeah, and that was like more hand drawn kind of stuff, I mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. and it was cool. Like I was like, oh okay, they're switching it up. I didn't know the artist thing, which that makes sense that. Most artists yeah, are unknown for a certain style or whatever. Yeah, and as you keep going through it, it'll be all different styles. Like uh, we get a three D one, like a computer graphics one. Oh, okay. We get like uh, yeah, all sorts of different. You even probably see some styles that are reminiscent of cartoons that are famous. Yeah, you know? that makes uh, me want to see it too. Like finish a it. little bit of a little bit of like that. That do you know what I'm talking? What I mean when I say that Ren and Stimpy? Yes, I made noticed that. Gross. I noticed that. Yes, like mm-hmm. like. There was mm-hmm. the style, and then Ren and Stimpy took that style and made it gross. Right. But that style still exists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, like, like, I want to say bow tie for some reason. That bow tie style of like, 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 yeah. your hair is just a curl line, and every character's it, got cheeks out to their ears. And, and it's more painterly, I feel like, the mm-hmm, animation. Mm-hmm. It's yes. more like polished and like, like it's trying to be a painting in a way almost, like a yep. moving painting. Yeah. Very yeah. much. Yeah. So I, I like. see a lot of the styles fall into that yeah. that genre. So just be prepared. But that's kind of what you're going to see. It's going to be a little more cutesy than uh, this isn't uh, what's it? Love, sex and robots. This right. Is, right. Not that. Yeah. Um, but can you tell but me? Tig Nataro's stand up is still solid. Can you tell me? The, so this is the weird thing that I found mm-hmm. is that. And this is like kind of beside the point. Like everybody should check this out. But what I notice is that I feel like I've heard that story before about the uh, the wisdom teeth thing in a set. Uh, so I'm wondering which it, one uh, about the girl or about the wisdom the wisdom teeth. Uh, right, it's roped into but that the, same. So story. it's broken into two parts: the part where she goes to the hospital, and then the part where she comes back. That's and I all. Feel like no, I've heard the all. comeback part. Oh, oh maybe. Oh, you're right. Maybe that's it what is I'm saying. The comeback like on I've a talk heard show. Her leaving a trail of blood where she yes. was going. And maybe that it was I on heard. a talk show, huh? Maybe oh, it was maybe. just a story on a she talk show. She told Conan one time. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Okay, because f- that story sounded so familiar. And I was like, is this mm-hmm. a compilation of her comedy animated and not just a new special, but it's considered a new comedy special? Oh, and it is. So, it's a, okay, she's, okay. It's, the whole thing is, I think, three different shows. Okay. Uh, and you get something that Tig does, and a lot of comedians I personally like do, is even yeah. in their specials, they do crowd work. And she does yeah. crowd work. Well, and she, she does. She does crowd. Work. I don't know if it was just the setting of where she did the some amount of the shows. Like it, it, it was like inviting the audience to say stuff because of her silences and like where she asks kind of like an arb, like a question, and then mm-hmm. some people just answer it. So it's like it creates a funny uh, situation. That I think she invites that though. You know, oh, she for purposely sure. wants that. Yeah, she's yeah. um she's got the uh, she's got I I you know that I love uh, Jimmy Pardo too. Yes. And I think those two uh, are the best uh, crowd work, like comedians. Yeah. Like they can turn on a dime. They can turn. They they can turn a heckler against himself. They can. Yeah. Uh, they can uh, make them. They can self-deprecate themselves so well that the entire audience immediately uh, empathizes with them. Right. Like, and yeah, Tig's got this real good way of being like, no, 
I'm the smartest one here. You're yeah, just exactly also here. Right, right. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. And like throwing it back in like the crowd's face, but kind of in mm-hmm. a nice way. Like she doesn't do it. Sure. It's like a playful, it's fun, like a, like big sister if, way. If they say something weird or out of place, yeah. she, she'll stop and say like, no, that's that's very silly. <laughs> like, how that's would that? Yeah, the like logic that, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah, not this time, guy. <laughs> Next time, yeah. and then she'll just go. And, and, yeah, and it's great. Yeah, yeah So yeah. take, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to watch this weird cartoon thing that she's that's basically like practice at new styles of uh, stand up. Uh, go uh-huh. watch. Go on YouTube and watch Tig describe the times that she's met Taylor Dane, the musician Taylor Dane. That's oh fun. yeah. Okay. Good, Good stuff. Cool. All man. right. You got um, anything else, Dan? What else have you been doing? I can tell I you that I've been watching uh, Titans. I caught up on Titans. You know that show? Okay. Yeah, you've told me about it. You've told me about it. Yeah, I've, I've caught no, up. I mean, I've, I've got it. I got waiting like, for the third season coming. Yeah, do you have anything else? Do you want to rattle rattle off? Like, cause I got uh, that, um, I've been watching. Um, then uh, There's an anime that I've been watching that's not good. Okay. Uh, it's half good. It's half good. Uh-huh. But the the premise is there's a part of the premise that's so fun that I like to tell people about it. Yeah. Uh, this person's reincarnated as a spider, right? As uh-huh. a, a magical spider in a magical mm-hmm. world. So they have superpowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they immediately realize they have to eat their kin because that's what spiders do. You know, when they're born, yeah. they're born in the millions, and they got Some of them got to eat the other ones. Yeah. And then the rest of the show, you're sitting inside of her brain as she's this super cute, super peppy girl who's just trying to get stronger and better at being a spider. Uh-huh. And she is. She's getting stronger and stronger, better and better. She's developing magical powers. Oh, my God. I can't believe now I can do this and that. Yeah. And every now and then they zoom out uh-huh. and they show you what she's doing. <laughs> and she is massacring human beings on oh. a massive scale. Wow. But she, I mean, she's just following instinct. She's yeah. just, I got to get stronger. Can't let things yeah. kill me. Here's a bunch of, here's a bunch of things with swords uh-huh. that are coming at me. But they, but she doesn't describe it like that. She goes like, how am I going to get out of this trouble? Right. Yeah. And then like, she goes, and then she starts to eat her prey and she goes, oh, I'm gaining powers from eating my prey. Yeah. And the cutaway shot switching to the half of the show that sucks that's about humans yeah will be of her munching away on like an arm you know wow. like and you're like oh wait that's crap crazy. i've been rooting for her so it's like the reverse <laughs> it's like a reverse perspective where the spiders mm-hmm. are way bigger than humans obviously and then well she's grew there she got there she got oh like, okay yeah okay. she's wow. that's why you don't realize that she's leveling up as you would say in a video game yeah uh, until you realize she's leveled up so far that she's now person sized. Wow, interesting. So it's huh. fun. There's a I do say a lot of times that stuff from uh, from anime or from uh, Korean web comics and stuff are coming over here. Yeah, and we see it like um, that death game thing started to be a very big thing in in Western uh, storytelling. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, the same thing. Yeah, and uh, the something I've been talking about for a long time and uh, I think is going to be the next big thing here or one of the next big storytelling tropes uh-huh. is isekai which is which is a thing that happened in this show and it happens in a lot of the shows which is you're a regular person you get killed often in some very empathetic way yeah and you are reincarnated into a magical world you still have all mm. the knowledge that you had as a earthbound human being yeah but now you're a magical person and oh. go yeah it's a very good way to get you as an audience invested yeah. because they are a perfect uh transition of you into story right right cool that's mm-hmm. interesting man. I'm gonna see it all right Very that's cool. it for me then i think okay i'll rattle some uh some yeah. stuff off and then we'll, we'll conclude with this one uh 
mm-hmm. movie. Uh, so the the new Woodstock documentary about Woodstock '99. Have you heard? Yeah, I'm sure you've been hearing I've about heard of this. It. I haven't seen it, but I heard. Oh my god, dude, this thing is so dark. Like a lot of like I didn't know because I was kind of young when I was like 16, I guess. So I remember hearing maybe just bits and pieces of things from from back then, like oh, like Flea, Flea was naked. It had a you know, guitar covering his his. Um, his naked body only, you know, on the stage and blah, blah, blah. But no, there yeah, was like... But, but at that point, they had already done the, like, Tube Sock concert, though, hadn't they? That was around maybe the same time, or maybe okay. that already already come and gone, yeah. So it wasn't, like, that big of a deal, maybe, but... But, but yeah. this this Woodstock, you were you would have been around 16, you said, I'm a couple years older than you. Yeah. Um, we, I, if I recall, if this, if, if I'm right, this uh-huh. is the Woodstock that was considered, like, the like Woodstock from hell. Yes, exactly, okay. exactly. It's the literally Eminem, called, I think, was on the. Was Eminem on the? Uh, no, he wasn't oh, at no. this one. Yeah, uh, he blew up maybe a year later. Yeah, it was like close. Was. Yeah, it but Limp Biscuit and shit were definitely on. Limp Biscuit, yeah. It was like mm-hmm. a lot of like angry. It was like presenting porn, to the world. Porn. Yeah, dude. It was Although, like. I think mm-hmm. historians will find that corn doesn't belong with those aggro groups. I think. That's a good so they point. S- they were yeah, more polished and like they were more. They of a, sound aggro, but yeah. all their lyrics are 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 emotional. Their front man is a weirdo, and yeah, they interview him. No, yeah, they're not. Stuff. Oh, he's great. I, yeah, that's not Jonathan Davies, is it? I forget yeah. his name. He's got the big hair and the glasses. He's like kind of looks nerdy, but he's got like mm-hmm. like a rough edge to him, kind of. But uh, yeah, man, it was a, it's just a crazy thing with all these allegations. Not even allegations, like guaranteed, like. Girls are trying to walk around topless and do their Woodstock thing, and dudes are just like groping them. And like, there's mm-hmm. at least four incidents of uh, rape reported uh, from the from the event. So there was just like no, there was just like so many males, so much white male kind of like so middle class, anger, upper middle class, angle, yeah, rage, all this uh, kind of what entitled. at some points in history they would have they would have called like a generation without a war to fight. I think that's what the right. Fight Club would exactly. come along and call them basically. That's and they bring up and yeah. they they kind of like set up the tone for why this kind of was happening in in culture and the part of the was they were talking about was the downfall of like coming out of grunge music, which was like kind of thoughtful even though it was grungy or whatever it was like the no death no it of, was very thoughtful grunge music is yeah very very thoughtful yeah so like the death of kurt cobain uh 94 and there was a there was woodstock in 94 and that went off like great you know it was like a good time and a lot of stuff was what happened there was really cool but then by 99 yeah it was just like i definitely crazy, crazy they, times. a lot of people will 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 apply something to the extent of like a loss or the end of innocence to stuff like this yeah uh, I was part of the culture at the time. I don't think this was, this might have been the culmination of something like that, but yeah. this wasn't where it started. I felt this, yeah. I remember being a young person and thinking there was a weird anger uh-huh. under a lot of the music that was coming out at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, I, I honestly, I do remember this at the, at the time. I remember, you know, the reports about what was happening and I honestly yeah. don't remember being that surprised. I remember yeah. thinking, yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. You know? Yeah. The, Later on, as the years would go on, and this documentary probably perfectly encapsulates, mm-hmm. we would learn more about that Woodstock. Yeah. We would find oh, out yeah. it was worse than we thought. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That's why, and that's why, like, I think everybody should should see this thing because it's like a mm-hmm. it's a cool little time capsule of a of a time period that's like come and gone in a lot of ways, like very much so, which and, is a good sign. I don't I think guess. we we don't reminisce on it too often, though, which is maybe not the best yeah. sign because maybe we don't learn from it, you know? Right, or maybe we could have learned quicker because a lot mm-hmm. of the things didn't mm-hmm. change out of that. Maybe it's I would fair. say until like. What do you say, like 2012 to like 2014, things sure. kind of started to change in terms of... Well, uh, I hate to I hate to say it, but... No, I don't hate to say it. I love to say it. Uh, the uh, things that people uh, rail against that they call social justice warrior uh, things, like the Me uh-huh. Too movement and the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. is the kind of thing that as that started to develop... Uh, I don't want to say that other feeling died down, but it at least had something clashing up against it well yeah and everything is like a culmination point it takes only something like me too to happen where like so many other things have to have happened to get to the point where it's the breaking point like we hit that breaking point and it's the culmination of the breaking point mixing with the point when the society is in a place where it's willing to face some of these things and then it comes to a head and it gets enough press and enough people get on that Mm -hmm. side of things you know so it's like if if it just got there now it's like it's been trying to get there for a long time for sure, because something like something like um, Woodstock uh, or this Woodstock '99, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, it was it it was also a movement. It just doesn't have a name. It's but there that yeah. the that that unease among uh, young young adult men uh, mm-hmm. and mostly uh, white affluent men. Yeah, uh, that there was a movement. Uh, it just didn't have a name. Uh, same thing for like Me Too. Like Me Too isn't a movement. There's no Me Too meetings. There isn't a Me Too yeah. club that you yeah. can sign up to. Right. They call it a movement because a bunch of people are moving at the same time. But every yeah. but most of those groups are moving independently. You know. Right. But they're but in the same direction. Yeah. In the direction of protection for people who have been pr- not protected before. Right. Whereas at at this time that that that. Limp biscuit anger was very much a movement. Like I, you saw yeah. it in the theme of things that didn't even belong in it. I remember the early X Games were covered in that shit, and I remember mm. that the the athletes and stuff didn't like it or didn't cotton to it that much. Right. The the people who I knew who were into like extreme sports, I only knew like some surfers and motorcycle people. Yeah. But they didn't. They weren't like about the machoistic yeah. like. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't ever, everywhere. And it was just like, but it was just like, it was a brand, it was an easy brand to sell. Yeah. And it's interesting that we, you don't want to think that we, ha- you know, we have to get a Woodstock together to, to really see these things, but it just helps. Sure. Put it into the perspective, you know, it's in, like, in a visual. Uh, you're building a little biome and seeing what yeah. diseases come out of it, basically. Yeah. 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 So it was that perfect storm of stuff. And yeah. yeah. And then it was like, piss and crap covered mud that people were rolling around in that's what oh yeah woodstock 99 was yeah and rape and violence yeah dude yeah and then like mm-hmm. the guys who ran the show it was really depressing to see specifically this one guy who was just like excusing away everything and blaming the girls like for you know oh you walk oh, around yeah. naked oh you deserve how are you gonna dress like it? that and not get yeah. raped yeah classic <laughs> classic uh defense oh god yeah so there's a lot of cringy stuff but i'm glad they put it in there like i think a lesser doc would have been trying to mm-hmm. like trying to form this thing around their idea of what woodstock was going to be but it wasn't it was about it was an investigative look at this i thing, think you know? it's hard to talk about woodstock 99 nowadays without being very very um critical of it 
Yes. Oh, guaranteed. So, yeah, everybody should check mm-hmm. check that out on uh, HBO Max. Yep. On the so other good. side of the coin, Dan, I yeah. saw an episode of Behind the Attraction, the Disney Plus oh, yeah. show mm-hmm. about their rides. It's the opposite of Woodstock 99. Yeah. Nobody got really hurt on any of these things. Did what, So that was a good show? Well, no, you like the show? Some people have died. Uh, no, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's uh, yeah. I tell you what it is. Is it just for I, Disney? I saw the whole episode. It's a commercial it for is, Disney. If Disneyland wasn't such a good amusement park, if they were like a crappier amusement park, mm-hmm. this show is what would play on the screens in line to the ride. Right. Oh my god. This is Damn what this it. is. That sucks, yeah. man. Yeah, because I love Space Mountain. Like I. Hell yeah! That's I why I that, watched that one. Yeah, I went on that. I remember going six to eight times or something. Like when I first went to Disneyland. There as a isn't kid. Like, an aspect it. about Space Mountain that I do not like. They have made oh. changes, and okay. I like those changes. Everything they've done, I like it. Space yeah. Mountain is a almost perfect ride. So should I uh, watch it yeah, just watch to it. at least cool. see? Okay, just to uh, have that. Info. I'll get something yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's thirty minutes, twenty-four yeah. minutes of uh, info. Uh, one thing that they didn't bring up, and like they were getting so granular with the information that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. They were going to talk mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk about uh, when they scream in Cal or not scream in California. Whatever was it was called when they put the Red Hot Chili Peppers music, remember? Oh, I don't. Do you remember that, that at all? Oh, was no. that in that ride? It had a whole was name. That? Yeah, I went. I went when it was there. Oh, I, I, it's um, it was two uh two songs uh Higher Ground the, the Stevie Wonder cover. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, which was I think on Mother's Milk, one of their early albums. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, it was weird to hear like, like. Back when they were almost a punk band, like right. song, and I was like, "What yeah. weird?" And then, and then, like around the world, I think, or one of the, something off Californication. Wow, interesting. And they were just yeah. playing that on the ride. That was the ride, and it was a whole event. Like it was part of an event. Yeah. But that was like one of the huh. main things was like they were gonna put disco lights instead of the stars. You know how it's a star field yeah. inside yeah. the ride. So they turned off all the stars and they put like disco laser lights. Wow. And they played. Uh, sections of those two songs because yeah. the whole ride's like a minute and a half. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they so and then they play. They go into the higher ground, the way higher ground sides. Uh huh. And then and then it turns into like around the world or something like that. Wow, it was great. It was amazing. And they didn't mention it. It bummed me out. All right, I'm gonna go check that out. Yes. So don't don't watch that. It's bad unless you like that stuff. In which case, watch it. Cool. You okay? You remember this one? I can't believe we didn't cover on the upcoming. Uh, shows, but I just hadn't heard about it. The the movies that made us came back on Netflix. Okay, I yeah. saw the the logo said new episodes, and then I oh. clicked on it, and I wasn't sure which one the new episodes were. Oh well, there's only been two seasons, and there was four episodes before. But so this one is Back to the Future, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park, and Forrest Gump. Those are the ones. Oh, so this is the second season. This is the second season. Home oh, Alone. Okay. Remember, Home Alone see, was in the first one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing, I think. I forget the other I two. I don't know why. You oh, know what? Elf. I'm starting to Elf. confuse the somethings that made oh, us shows. Yes. It's starting to throw me off a little bit. Yeah. because And it's only like three. I the think. Toys. I think it's also the Toys and then the Christmas, the holiday movies that made us or something like that. That might have been a spinoff little one of the movies. Well, one, but right? it is. Yeah. There is a whole series. Like it's it's also oh, like it was two Elf. or four movies. Oh, maybe Elf was on yeah, that yeah, yeah. one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There was only two so episodes, maybe, I think. Maybe yeah. in my brain, I was counting that as a season. Right. Of this. Maybe that's yeah. why I was like, wait, there's only two seasons? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird that might think, have been a mistake. Yeah, and it's weird to think in terms of seasons because these are just like episodes. Like they're bunches of episodes that they poop out whenever yeah. they're ready for. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Welcome so, 
welcome to television. Yeah, and I've only seen the Back to the Future one, uh, but it was fun. Yeah, it was cool, man. I don't know. I like this. Sh- I don't know if the show can do wrong, really. In in they, my eyes, they like, they all kind of fall under the I love the eighties type of format that, for me. The rhythm of the editing, uh-huh. and the, yeah, very much like twentieth twenty first century YouTube editing styles of like mm-hmm. quick quick cuts, quick and cutting around, and so then and, it yeah. usually comes down to whether they have like. Uh, access to good guests like uh, right. The Chris Gethard was just on Never Not Funny. They get the oh, okay. second. Jimmy Pardo gets the second uh, bump today. Yeah, uh, and uh-huh. uh, and they were talking, and he was talking about how much how much he loved action, uh, Class Action Park, and how yeah. much he wouldn't have liked it if Chris Gethard wasn't basically the main talking head mm. on that in that movie. That documentary, and, yeah. And Gethard goes, yeah. I don't know why I'm the main talking head on that movie. That <laughs> yeah. was never the intention. Wow. I was I am in no way an expert, nor yeah. do I have any connection to the people who made the movie. Yeah. These guys just thought they got the best stuff out of me. So right. they just used me the most. Yeah. And he had the most and personal so, yeah. connection. So yeah, that just worked out. I know what you're saying. So in so, that vein, like you kind of yeah. need those those anchors to hold your uh I love the eighties. It was uh a, a, this is when I learned who uh, what Paul of Tompkins was, oh, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, you know you need those yeah. anchors. Yeah, yeah. And then this they didn't really have. I feel like like Michael J. Fox isn't there. Like uh, you know Christopher Lloyd. Like they don't have like a lot of the main. Well, because because people that's not the people who made the movies. It's the movies that oh, made that's us. So it has to be the audience that you're talking to. Right. But the audience should still be should be famous audience members, right? Yeah, and it just depends though too. Uh well no, a lot of times they end up talking to just like the creator guys. So like in this it was mainly like um I'm gonna forget his name. Bob Kale. Bob Zip Bob something. It was like Robert Zemeckis and this other dude Bob, like both the two Bobs because mm-hmm. they'd done like a lot of stuff together. And uh I mean he's a cool dude. I've seen him on enough stuff so he's just a familiar um, face and he's willing to talk openly about the whole process. He's not trying yeah. to like, you know, shield his property or whatever. So, uh, yeah. So that's a fun. That's a fun show mm, that I gotta good. check out. Uh, yeah. I, in that vein, I remember the the episode of the toys that made us about the Ninja Turtles. I was uh-huh. very surprised at how candid the the guys, the two main guys were. Yeah, they're pretty like. They're willing to talk about shit that you know if they were Hollywood. Yeah, you wouldn't hear anything about that stuff. Right. I know. I but, still haven't yeah. seen the toys ones. I still haven't. You gotta check it out, man. I'm ah, telling you, yeah, the know, Barbie I story. I yeah. didn't have any reason to find the Barbie story fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Really fast before yep. we go, uh, we did a uh, on our upcomings uh, episode. We talked about the French superhero movie, uh, how he became a superhero. Yeah, uh, and I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I don't think you got a chance to watch it either, right? No. But our old uh, engineer did see it. He was interested in it since I since I mentioned it in our in one of our chat threads, yeah, or text threads, uh-huh. and he did watch it. Uh, if for whatever reason you're crazy enough to go that far back with us and remember what he sounded like, he didn't like things yeah. very often. Yeah. So the fact that he gave it a B plus is kind of like a a resounding, you know, yeah. uh, well, thumbs even, up. Even the fact that he was willing to watch the only movie he's seen in the last oh, yeah. sixteen months, let's say, yeah. and it's a French movie. So I was just Which like, wow. He okay. does have. He's got some French roots, so maybe he's a little. There's a little bit of. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, <that's> true. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe there's a little bit of, but. 
that's something, see it. something to be something you said me too it's yeah. still on my list i still want to check it out but yeah uh we got it we got a thumbs up for that the last i got one uh last thing and yeah. i have to mention because it's the thing i've watched the most in the last like mm-hmm. two weeks because uh so my brother uh was like oh you might like this show called grand designs have you heard oh, of this on netflix no i don't think so okay i guess it is like a very popular show it's been around for at least 20 years uh oh, okay. mainly it's a british uh kind of a builder show about like people that are designing really nice uh houses and stuff and you see it through mm-hmm. the whole process from the the very very beginning of just like having the land all the way through in 45 minutes oh, to wow. the very end. Yeah, it's really great. This like, guy, I can't even, I don't even know the host's name, but he's a cool, cool dude. And they break down like the blueprint of like what they're going for at the beginning. And there's a whole rhythm to the episodes. But, uh, yeah, yeah. but there's two seasons on Netflix literally leaving as we're going to put this up tonight. So people, I think you probably find some actually, maybe it's going to renew or something for different seasons uh, or it's on Amazon. But uh, so Grand Designs re- is great. I'm reading the Wikipedia page right now. Yeah. And- I, I there's a sentence here that that or there's a two sentences here that stand alone in their own paragraph and make uh-huh. me want to watch this mo- this show. Uh-huh. Uh, in the format section, it says, "If a house is not completed before filming finishes, it will sometimes be revisited in a later episode." Yeah, that would never happen on an American right. show. I know that would never happen. They would just cut they the would, they would just cut the show. They would like, shittily do whatever the thing they need to do to film yeah. the rest of the episode, and then they would leave the homeowners with yeah. that shittily made thing that they so, made. So the weird thing is a lot of these episodes, he's, he's following up with people through the build and the builds can take two to three years sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's so like probably, the episodes... They're filming a bunch of different builds all at once. Yeah, exactly. Hoping, Simultaneously. Hoping that the footage is usable at the end of the build. Right, right. Well, no, almost always it's going to be usable because they can still sell the story with like, you know, like, well, do you oh, they're just... a lot work- of bad? Do, you, do, do no. they ever end up Oh, okay. Almost all of them are really good, and they almost always finish in the episode. I've only seen, I feel like, one out of two seasons that didn't they didn't finish it. Or they were like, we're finished for now, but, you know, it, it could become this other thing later, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, yeah, no, almost always. it's it, in the At least in the later seasons, because I think the ones on Netflix is like season 10 and 15 or something like right. that. Right, so kind of like, like the, the way road. they did British Bake Off uh, on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I have to tell you, Dan. Yeah. That sounds interesting to me, but yeah. I have to ask you before uh, I go watch it. I do uh-huh. need to know: is this a product of just being an old person that I watch shows about houses being <laughs> no. built? No, no, because Absolutely. because yeah, I have seen an uptick in my need to watch restoration videos that's funny so i'm i'm thinking it could uh yeah it could be a sign of age i don't see a lot of teenagers running to go watch a youtube about how this cheese wheel (laughs) knife got (laughs) just beautifully restored it's just a gorgeous piece of machinery (laughs) (laughs) no that's a good point but i'd say if you're into design in general Mm -hmm. like just things that look cool or seeing something completed from beginning to end that kind of idea but you're right i know you're saying that like yeah it could easily partly be just like uh so okay and that's what i would say recommendation for our olds and yeah. some of our young, or just like if you don't like like British Bake Off, to me, I don't. It just gets a little dull, and like I know some people love that as like a way to relax yes. and chill out. This other show is more. It's my British Bake Off, I'd say. Okay, you know that's yeah. pl- that's plenty enough to sell me. I'm gonna check yeah. it out. Cool. All right. All right. On that note, you got an episode of a bunch of stuff instead of just one thing. Lucky you. Uh, yeah. We don't know what's gonna be next week, but till then, that is <laughs> bye. Now, just watch.